In the studio, we have with me today Thomas Penny III, president of Donahoe Hospitality Services. Welcome. I like that title. Thanks for having me, man. man. I've been looking forward to getting here. Man, I'm looking forward to having you in here. It's good to see that you, you had a chance to come on by the studio and talk to us because, you know, what you've been able to accomplish, I mean, we, we, they saw the footage. They've seen some of the things that you've done. You've, you know, been here in the city a long time. And tell me a little bit about what motivated you in this whole hospitality industry. Well, well Kwame, you know my story. You know, um, my only brother, two years my senior, he died when I was 18. He was 20 years old. And uh, a few days after his passing, my father asked me to deliver remarks at his funeral. And uh, I was 18 years old. I'd never spoken publicly a day in my life. And uh, I remember just uh, being at the casket, kneeling down next to it and saying everything I do going forward is to make my brother proud. Mm -hmm. And that is, uh, that's been the driving force behind everything I do. And uh, I've had a great run in the industry, right? Uh, having started washing dishes, making $4.25 an hour 27 years ago to- Now you started, now people, and, and, and I wanna back up because you have an incredible story, motivated you know, by, you know, of course your parents, more importantly, uh, the, the situation with your brother, the promise that you made to him that day. And I, I will say you've kept that promise. You know, everyone I know in the city knows about that story. They're inspired by that story. But more importantly, you inspired other people to come up with something that motivates them. But walk me back through the dishwasher. I mean, you start off as a dishwasher? Hey, hey look, man, I, I used to be back there washing pots and pans, you oh, know? And, oh, I and, know. Uh, I was in my own world back there. And, uh, and again, man, I, I just think that uh, in life, you know, we're all faced with some difficult circumstances, right? And uh, I think adversity does not build character, it reveals it. And uh, mm. my story is a story of, of resilience, of perseverance, right? And anything is possible when we apply ourselves, right? And so uh, uh, that's what it's been about. Absolutely. And I, t I tell people the dishwashing story because, you know, I, I worked at dietary at Washington Hospital Center. And guess what we did? We washed dishes, right? Yeah. And, um, but you, you kind of started off in the hospitality at a hotel, a hotel in D.C. So my first hotel was actually directly across from Andrews Air Force Base. Okay. It, it was out in Maryland. And I was there, went from washing dishes to basically being a food and beverage director at that hotel, which was the second highest position at that hotel. I was 19 and a half years old, running a nightclub inside the hotel when I couldn't consume alcohol <laughs> myself. <laughs> Uh, and how did you do that? How did you make that step from washing dishes to actually being in that second highest position in a hotel at 19? So it, it went from washing dishes to driving a hotel van to working the front desk okay. to working in the restaurant as a supervisor to being promoted on to food and beverage director. That was kind of the lineage of how it happened. And, uh, you know, it was as if I was getting promoted almost every six months. And uh, I was just a young kid that was driven, right? And, and I had adults around me who appreciated how hard I was working. I remember at one point there was a woman who was about 70 years old, and I can remember setting her table. She was a server. Mm. And uh, she looked at me and said, Thomas, you're going somewhere. And, and I said, what made you say that? And she said, I've watched you set the tables, and you line the silverware up perfectly at the end of the table. You line the napkin up perfectly at the end of the table. That tells me you have a great sense of pride in what you do. And she said, that tells me a, a lot about where you're going. And uh, I didn't understand it, you know, when I was young, but I've come mm -hmm. to appreciate, on, you know, what she shared all those years ago and reflect back on it. Now, at what moment did you say, you know what, this is an 
industry for me. Like, I, like I really want to. I enjoy doing this. I, I know you, you start off washing dishes, then you drive in the van, and mm -hmm. when you're a teenager and they let you drive the van, you're already happy just to be driving the van, right? I mean, like, well, what happens is you start to make more money, right? <laughs> and, and all of a sudden, I got the keys to the to the restaurant and the food and beverage operation, right? Uh -huh. And more importantly, you know, it was a it was a social atmosphere in the evening time, and I had all these older folks, you know, giving me a little bit of praise and 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 uh, you know lifting me up. And so I said, between the paycheck and the feeling of just, you know, serving others, uh, you know, that that propelled me to continue to go down the road of, of hospitality. And you moved from there to to where? So that's when I joined Donahoe at the age of 21 years old, um, the Holiday Inn Capital, Six and C Street Southwest. I was coming from being a food and beverage director, but they hired me as a deli manager because it was a much larger hotel. Mm -hmm. I was going from a 151-room hotel to a 532-room hotel, so a much bigger box. So my first day, I go from running a nightclub to making sandwiches at the deli, right? Did that job for two years, promoted mm -hmm. assistant restaurant manager on the restaurant manager, food and beverage director, assistant general manager, general manager of the Courtyard Marriott at 9th and F for eight and a half years, and uh, I was actually being hired away to uh, go run hotels for someone else. And uh, I went into uh, to the office of Donahoe to, to uh, announce my departure. And uh, we were able to work something out to uh, have me to transition to be the president of the company. And that's, that's, uh, and that's, and that's amazing. And you say in transition from where you were the general manager to being the president of, uh, of the Donahoe, hotel division. Of the right. hotel division. Right. We're going to talk about that because that just wasn't a, a move that you just went from here to here. That was a move you went from here to here. We'll be right back with Thomas Penny III, Donahue Hospitality Services. My name is Darren Stewart. I go to Thurgood Marshall Academy. My name is Kayla Williams, and I'm a freshman at Temple University. The program has helped me by opening my mind to travel more. The Challenge Challenge Now GSF has helped me. I'm just open my eyes to different cultures. Have me gave me the opportunity to learn and speak a different language and then experience that and then use that language in um, another country. And just realizing that there are people out there who are not as fortunate as I am. And so it makes me want to help them. Just knowing that you have to always um, be open to new things and never judge anybody. And we're back with Thomas Penny, president of Donahoe Hospitality Services. And we were, just, we were just talking about the steps that you took to get to where you are now. And I know there was a, a lot of different steps from your commitment to your brother, to you know you working as a dishwasher, to you running the van, the front desk, to the concierge. I think I said that right, concierge? Concierge. Concierge, see, right. I'm getting all these terminologies correct. To then the general manager at the Courtyard Marriott, and then you were offered the job as the president of Donahoe Hospitality Services. Some people think that's just, you know, one step that you, sh that was a huge step. Walk us through what it took and so, what your thought process was. So it definitely was a big step. You know, there's a quote that says, you have to be ready before you need to be ready. Mm -hmm. And uh, what I was doing was modeling hotel transactions. I had an interest in hotel ownership if, as a general manager. And so I began to learn that part of the business shortly after becoming a general manager. Mm -hmm. While being a general manager at the courtyard, I also took over as chair of the board of the hotel association for a two-year term, representing the industry here in the city. And so that was a 
position that thrust me into the public uh, uh, light, if you will. And so between understanding the business at a high level, also exposure uh, in various facets of the city, I began to suggest to the Donahoe folks that I had value above just running hotels. And then as they would move around and talk to folks in the hotel space, I was one of the personalities within the organization that folks knew, even over above you know, some of the other folks that had been in the organization that had a higher uh, title, if you will. And so uh, Donahoe is a great organization. They saw the talent within me. And, and, uh, and granted, uh, I had the courage to uh, say that uh, you know, I wanted more. As a matter of fact, as I was going in to talk with them, I told them that, uh, that I didn't want to have any regrets. I'd been with, uh, been with them 21 years at that point. And uh, I was 42 years old at the time. And I say, hey, look, I don't want to have any regrets. And so, you know, I want to make certain that I continue to move myself forward. And I think the lesson that I would share to others, right, when you feel that you're ready for an opportunity, you have to have the courage to, to affirm as much. And uh, between the courage to affirm as much and an organization that appreciated my contributions, the stars aligned and it created the opportunity for me to move up a few steps from general manager and transition into the role of president. Into the role of president. And, you, and do you believe that the time that you spent learning the business as opposed to learning how to get, some people try to learn how to get ahead, mm -hmm. right? They try to figure out what's the game to get ahead as opposed to learning the trade, learning mm -hmm. the, the craft mm -hmm. that will allow you to be ready to take advantage of an opportunity when it presents itself. So I think, you know, it's extremely important, right, when you transition into a role, you master the role you have quickly and then begin to learn the next job, right? I think uh, I say to my, my team all the time, you have a chance to earn two paychecks. The one is the physical amount that's deposited in your account. The second is the opportunity to learn. Everybody doesn't cash that second paycheck. And so it's extremely important, you know, as I was coming up, and I still do it to this day, I'm, I'm, I'm looking to learn the next thing now such that I'll begin to acquire the skills and hopefully assume some of the responsibility before I have it. And I think that's critical, right? And I think that if we t apply that mindset to any and everything we do, we'll position ourselves to have uh, the opportunity to run higher, uh, even above what we're doing today. And I think people don't know that, I mean, the position that you currently have is, I don't know how many other uh, African Americans in the country hold the position you have within a company such as what, where you are with the, the hospitality services. So in, How terms, many? so in terms of hotel management company yeah. presidents who are African-American, I only know of two. Okay. And, and that's two in the country. And uh, on one hand, I'd say that uh, you know, we have a lot of work to do, right? In 2019, we should be further along, right? And so my job uh, is, to, is to, one, perform at a high level such that I can open the door wider, right? And uh, my hope is to inspire African-Americans, to inspire Latinos, to inspire white folks that have, may not have thought it was possible, right, to really inspire folks that just maybe didn't believe that they could do it, right? And, and then to create an environment where everybody can learn and grow together. Right now, this is a season of growth for Donahoe. Uh, we have uh, six hotels in different stages of development and acquisition in different parts of the country. We were a D.C., Maryland, Virginia-based hotel company, mm -hmm. but now in April of 2020, we'll be opening our first hotel on the West Coast in Vegas. In Vegas. So in I, Vegas. I tell you what, hold the Vegas thought. When I come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about Donahoe, what it's doing. 
I know you're in Vegas, you're in other areas. We'll get into the company and you know where you see the industry going as we start to take a look three to five to ten years out. And how could some young folks that are watching or people that are encouraging their, their kids to get involved in the hospitality industry, you know, what advice do you have for them? We'll be right back right after this message. We're with Thomas Penny the third president of Donahoe Hospitality Services. Good morning in Africa, a gazelle wakes up and it knows it must outrun the fastest lion or be killed and eaten. Also every morning in Africa, a lion wakes up and knows it must outrun the slowest gazelle or it will starve to death. You've heard it before. It doesn't matter whether you're a lion or a gazelle. When the sun comes up, you better be what? You better be running. That's right. That's right. You Welcome back. We're still with Thomas Penny, the third president of Donahoe Hospitality Services. Now, I know, Thomas, one thing people say, they say Donahoe and they say, Thomas, president Donahoe. We know Donahoe has a number of different divisions within the company, and, right? And, and, so, so and you're the president of the hospitality services division. That's right. So there's the overarching company, the Donahoe companies, and then there's five divisions, all of which operate uh, separate and apart from one another. I'm the president of the hotel division. We also have a construction company. Our construction company does a lot of building of hotels. They built two of the three hotels at the wharf. They've built over 60 hotels in the region. Over the last 20, 30 years, uh, they build more hotels in the 200 to 400 room range than anybody else in the, uh, in the area. Uh, then we have a, uh, a development company. We develop hotels, office, uh, uh, also residential uh, projects. Um, then there's the building maintenance division, complete building services, where we're in roughly six million square feet of a commercial space, ranging from hotels to museums to um, federal buildings to local government buildings to schools. Um, and then we have our um, real estate services division, of which it does brokerage, and it also uh, um, basically manages the buildings that we have uh, from an office perspective. Well, just to see uh, the, the vision of Donahoe and what they've done, what they've been able to accomplish, and then how they go out and grab talent, right? Um, when people look at this, and for those that know you, and for those that maybe not know about you, that learn about you today, what they don't know is that you're very much involved in the community. I mean, I don't know that many executives on your level. Actually, I know zero executives on your level that is that much involved in the community. And what does that mean, right? That means that I know that you're on board of you're on the board of so others may eat, and a lot of people are on a lot of boards, right? And then you was part of the selection committee for the the chancellor here in the, in the District of Columbia. You clearly were the the founder, co-founder of the hospitality. Uh, public charter high school, which is you know phenomenal uh, here in the city, and I think a, a leader in, in, in the region. So you're always involved. If I go to Ward Eight, they're asking me about Thomas Penny. If I go anywhere in the city and I say Thomas Penny, whether it's an executive or whether it's an activist, they all know you. But more importantly, you've touched their lives in some sort of way. Everyone says this is a good guy. That's a good guy. That's a good guy. And. And I know you, you, your folks, you know, proud the fact that that's what I want for my kids. I just want someone to say, that's a good guy. So, you know, uh, it all goes back to my brother's passing, right? You know, when you come to the realization that life is not promised, right? He died at 20. It reinforces the need to live your legacy now, right? Uh, to, to begin to want to leave a legacy now. And so uh, I don't take for granted that I'm in the role that I'm, I'm in. 
I don't take for granted that uh, the industry has been generous to me. I think every day I think to myself, you know, how can I make certain that others have the opportunities? You know, we have uh, 500 kids right now learning about the hotel business from operations to ownership at four high schools in the city. Ballou, Columbia Heights Educational Campus, Wilson, Maya Angelou Public Charter School, right? All of those kids, those are my kids, right? I want to make sure they transition to college. I want to make sure they graduate college. I want to make sure they come back in the industry. At the end of the day, money comes and goes, right? The only thing that we have is, is, is those whose lives we made a little bit better, right? And uh, I just want to leave things better than I found it, right? And uh, I tell senior leaders within the organization, right, we want to do business from a hotel perspective better than anybody else, but we also want to leave a mark on the community uh, better than anybody else, right? And so as we continue to add more hotel units, we want to continue to, to, to do more in the community, right? Um, because this is our community, this is our responsibility, recognizing that there are very few people in senior leadership positions of color, right? I have a, a significant responsibility to make certain that young people and, and returning citizens, uh, I'm sure you remember I did a spot with uh, Bruce a couple years ago where um, he came to my hotel and he interviewed a returning citizen and he told the story about how this man had done 22 years in prison, had never worked before in his life. His first time coming to apply for a job was at my hotel. He was honest, he shared that with me, right, but I could see the fire in his eyes. He went on to... Uh, we, we hired him. He went on and did an amazing job for me, then transitioned from me and was making double the money, right? And so, uh, you know, that's, that's, that's what we live for. That's oh, what yeah. it's all about. And so, uh, you know, that is just as important to me uh, as anything I do in the business space. Well, let me say, you know, we appreciate you coming on the show. We appreciate you telling your story, talking about the industry. Uh, we appreciate uh, all the stuff that you do for our community. Um, we come back, we're going to just talk a little bit about, when, give some advice to those young folks who may want to get involved, what steps they need to take. Some people just think you walk in and it's a front desk, right? Because that's what some people see all the time. And I just want you, when we get back, to walk through a process, thought process they need to have and what they need to think about when they think about the hospitality industry. And we'll be right back with Thomas Penny III right after these messages. Bottom line, go go start in DC. Welcome back. We're still with Thomas Penny, Donahoe Hospitality Services. And uh, Thomas, we've been having some really good, insightful conversations. You know, just about you as the person, you as the business person, you as the community person, Donahoe as a company. Um, what advice do you have for, you know, those that might be watching that are saying, you know, how do I get involved in hospitality now that we know that hospitality is just not about working the front desk? So, you know, there's 130 hotels in this city, right? Uh, I would encourage uh, parents to, uh, with kids that are interested, to go down and just tour some of the hotels. Um, growing up, I didn't understand the complexity of the business, um, but we got 130 hotels of which anyone can just walk through and just get a feel for how people are being served, how they're being attended to. 
I think that that uh, experience will be valuable for a young person. Um, we have hospitality academies. If they're in, the, in high school, consider enrolling in a hospitality academy. They will get uh, invaluable experience, internships, jobs, uh, mentors in the industry. I think that's a valuable uh, opportunity for young people to be exposed. Um, and then I would just encourage folks to reach out to someone in the industry. Uh, clearly, uh, you know, my information is online. You know, I'm, I'm at Donahoe, uh, and uh, folks can reach out to me, and I can connect them with someone in an organization. And if they have an interest in the business, we'll find a way to get someone to spend some time with them. Oh, no, that's awesome. And I know we have academies in, within the, uh, in Washington, D.C., public schools. What, I know Baloo has academy. Wilson has academy. Columbia Heights Educational Campus. And okay. then Maya. And then Maya. And Maya, all and Maya having academy was important to me personally, right, because you have some kids that may have had some difficulty that may have caused for them to have some run-ins with the law at an early age. Um, but these are young people trying to figure life out as well. Uh, it was important for me personally to make certain we had a program where those kids could also be exposed and have the opportunity to hopefully still transition to college and if not transition directly in the industry. Um, I invite uh, young people from Maya twice a year to come have breakfast with me. And uh, it's nothing but young men, right? And we're talking wow. about we're talking about real life issues. Uh, two years ago, a young man just transitioned from Baloo to Maya, and he talked about how his mother tried to commit suicide the week before, and he had not shared it with anyone. But because this was a room of men, he felt that he could share it. And to see his classmates real time embrace him, let him know they were there to support him. And, and put their arms around them was powerful. And then I had my last breakfast with these same young men probably about four months ago. And uh, to hear them talk about what they wanted in terms of post-graduation, to hear them, I asked them to give some advice to, you know, their fellow classmates, right? Mm. And, uh, you know, one young man stood up and said, and let them know how much he appreciated them over the time he was at Maya and how, you know, he just wanted to make certain everybody did well. And uh, so just awesome. powerful to see young men to put down um, the sense of having to be, uh, to be hard and, and just really recognize that they're, they're human beings with aspirations just like the rest of us and, and to have a conversation together absent uh, feelings of, of having to be guarded. That's awesome. And, I, and we'd love to, you know, maybe come out and, and talk to those young men because that's what it's really all about. I know that we kind of talk about the, the man uh, Thomas Penny, we talk about the, the corporate executive Thomas Penny, and then we talk about the community activist Thomas Penny, but then we talk about things that make a change in people's lives that they will remember for a long time. But more importantly, those might be the individuals that help my great-great-grandkids down, down the line. Their kids might help my kids down the line. And that's what it's really all about, raising the community. I want to thank you for coming on. This has been a great conversation Appreciate with the my good friend Thomas Penny. If it's always real talk, you know it's going to be.